boys and girls, episode 60 of that there, Happy Accident Podcast, uh, you know the one, you know the one, that's that one that's just had the rebrand, it's had that professional little rebrand. We're going straight in with the going rebrand. straight in with them rebrands, that's the second rebrand in a year really, when you think about it. First one, this was supposed to be Franchise and Friends, and then I gave up them rights. Well... Quite. Went and got you in on a 50-50, didn't All I? your friends fucked off and left me, <laughs> didn't they? <laughs> you were the only one that stuck around, so we rebranded to Happy Accident. And that was all the yellow. And the little speech bubble. And then out of nowhere. Yeah, out of just nowhere. Chucked in there. A cheeky little rebrand on. Can I just say, professional looking us out. It's beautiful. Like, I think that's the first time I've looked at it and thought, oh God, this looks like a proper podcast, this. You know what I mean? But, like, we've got a proper... Proper like, thing. Got proper things in that now. Proper things. Proper, proper th- got faces and everything on it. I mean, when we were getting the pictures, it was like when they, in my head, I was like, we need to just have two pictures of each of us, and then it needs to accurately portray who we are on this podcast. You want to be somebody who will listen to this podcast and then look at that picture and go, well, that's obviously Liam, and that's obviously White Chocolate. Obviously. Obviously. However,. I don't think it could have been more perfect. Do you know? Like, ideally, I would have liked to have had you a little bit more miserable in that picture. Well, but it's a rare smile. We'll change it up in the next rebrand. We'll, uh, we'll just do different pictures. We'll just do different pictures, and I'll be more miserable. I think it's a bl- bloody perfect one, and uh, a special little message to somebody out there. Notice, I am neither ginger nor podgy. <laughs> You should appreciate that, I think. <laughs> I am neither ginger nor podgy, madam. Although I feel some people, some of the feedback of has been that we've kind of ruined some sort of weird thing that people had in the head of what we looked what like. What we looked like. And now it's gone. Do you know what? We've had, it's been passed a couple of times. Uh, but Mainly now- in the gym. People have asked me when you haven't been there, where's your brother? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, my man, never, my man never dealt with like, how do I? <laughs> do you know something I don't? I've had a similar thing there. Huh? Where's, where's your boy? Where's your boy? But I don't know. <laughs> I haven't got a fucking clue and I don't really want to know if you'd have met me, brother. Hi, <laughs> so uh, that Ray brand we've, we've blew the illusion to pieces by putting faces on there. Um, But... Nah, so fuck. If you click your phone now, you'll see our faces. If you aye, aye. click your phone right now, if you listen on a phone and you've got it locked and you're doing your business, maybe you're doing some housework. Or if you're doing it in the car, don't. Definitely doing it in the car. Don't approve of that. I'm really, I really don't approve of people um, playing Pokemon Go when they're driving. Oh, doing all that sort of jazz. Yeah, we'd, uh, <laughs> we've covered that in a very early episode. Speaking of which. I got approached today by a friend who said, I've started to listen to your podcast, I've downloaded a few. I was like, alright, thanks very much, it's nice to have you on board. I've started on episode one. Oh, I was like, God. oh, Jesus, that's, that's going to be a bit raw. Like, we hadn't really nailed it at that point. Uh, well, it's questionable whether we've nailed it at this point. Wow, but Jesus Christ, this bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> we're a hell of a lot more comfortable now than we were then. But uh, for that for that friend, for that girl, that's going to be an epic journey for her. From two Good fledgling luck. podcasters. Good luck. 60 hours of your life just fucking gone. <laughs> to arguably the greatest podcast duo to ever hit the airwaves. 
Arguably. Arguably. Allegedly. I think I'd chuck you in on that argument. I think you'd you'd make a good stand arguing against anyone. I'd give it a give it a good try. I am the best. <laughs> I am the best podcaster in the world. What do you mean I'm not? <laughs> do you know who you're sitting next to here? <laughs> like I know we're laughing, but Ladies and gentlemen, that's Liam I'm the best motherfucking podcaster you've ever heard No man, I'm not Joe Rogan's pretty good Like, Who's that like? You know that Joe Rogan fella I don't know if you've heard of him He's pretty small He's small fry compared to me (laughs) I might get him on here soon Tiny podcast If you're looking on your podcasts now And you look at the related ones Joe Rogan's in there Is he in our related podcast? Uh huh Holy shit like podcast brethren so, now all we need is to get Russell Brand in there and I'm happy because he's like me man crush isn't he, he always is. was always will be even through the dark times like when he got married and that <laughs> I thought nah I'm sticking by him this won't last <laughs> this won't last he's yeah. done but uh, I saw in 60 hours worth of podcast time the girl who's just got on board is going to hear us talking about her so, well, good luck with that. Enjoy well, them on board. 60 hours. Welcome on board. I hope you've enjoyed the journey from 1 to 60. What and an epic transformation it has people been. people just joining, dip in. Dip in to an old episode now and again. Give it a bash. Dip in. See, see, what, see what was going on in your ears then. Them, them old days. Yeah, but in the old days. But in the old days. To be fair, I'd, I mean, this is coming from me. The best podcaster in the world. I think there's it's a rarity to stumble upon a one of our episodes that hasn't speaking personally hasn't made me laugh and I know that's <laughs> just coming from someone because I'm in it <laughs> and I can hear myself laughing at the time but like dip that in there's no there's no time stamp on any of the shit obviously you would probably choreograph the whole year and a bit based on fucking horrific acts of terror oh my dears Let's get into that. I'll tell you what we'll do first. We'll do what you're drinking first. So, Liam, hashtag, what are you drinking? This week, the beverage comes from Wyland Brewery. A local brewery? A local brewery. Shout out to Wyland Brewery. Shout out to Wyland. Shout out to um, Loose Craft Deals who supplied it. However, what? £4.40 a can. You're tacking me fucking eyeballs out, son. <laughs> Absolutely having my life. You're making a killing. You're making a killing off us, Lou. Get a bloody mortgage to get these fuckers again. Um, oh, I don't... It's it's called Attracting Humans. Um, have a look on the Instagram page on the story just to see what it looks like. Cracking design. It's like a queue of people on this yellow background. It's amazing. I do like that brand I'm like. However... Oh, I'm not. I'm not sold. Mm. Nah. It's got like a. It's a. What was it? DDH pale. I don't even know what a DDH pale is. I did well. But. Oh, it's like. It's got an IPA start off. Mm. And then it sort of tailors into a. Like some sort of tinniness. Like a. Just not, not good. It's weird. Like a stout. I can tell, I can see that why it's so expensive and why it's a craft deal because it's got the aftertones is totally Aye. different. It doesn't cut. It doesn't cut short. Aye. Like 
I think with expensive chocolate and stuff, you get that aftertaste. Yeah. With expensive coffee as well, with with a good. It stays with you. It stays with you, and it gives you another kick. Like mm-hmm. so, it gives you the coffee taste or whatever, and then it hits you with like a chocolate or like a caramel or like tones. Yes, this has got that, but I don't. Know, I don't know what the tones are. Like a stout. Like would you say when you say tinny? Would you say like a stouty tones? No. Or is it that kind of tinniness, like where like, you end up with blood in your a bit of lemon and like then like sort of oh I don't know I need to be able to explain this better use your words Liam use your words I don't know I feel like we need to go on some beer tasting thing so we can learn some words let's do beer tasting then let's do it let's become professional beer tasters we need to do let's get a like, good pair of them man boobs cupping or whatever it's called oh, sorry <laughs> 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 Excuse me, sir. <laughs> it's called cupping in coffee when you get loads of different coffees right. and you're like slurp it and have a bit. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the time I was at Tom Ford and I was looking to buy a new aftershave at Tom Ford and she was like, "This one is bloody blah bloody blah, blah, blah." And I was getting a proper good nose of all these and I was like, "Oh, love, I've gone nose blind here. Like, <laughs> I can't, I can't pick up any of the tones here. I've gone nose blind." And then she was like, "Got this little jar out and she's like, sniff this." I was like, "Oh, what's that?" She's like. Coffee beans, it clears your nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Like, oh, it smells like coffee. That's like, oh, it's coffee beans. <laughs> Just resets your palate. Nice. But I'm, uh, I'm drinking essentially what you were last week. It's just what was left in the fridge. I've got on that flying dog on her. The bloodline, blood orange ale. I fucking, I'm a big fan. It's good. I'm a big fan of blood orange ales, blood orange IPAs. Uh, and and uh, see why you bought it, the fuckers. Grapefruit. <laughs> uh, it's so nice, man. It's so nice. Quite strong as well, so you don't need a lot to get you where you need to go. No. And where you need to go is that. Where I need to go is the forgettable place. The place where I forget. The place where I forget. I wonder if that's why everyone drinks. Is wake, that why everyone drinks? Wake up at four in the morning just hugging a pizza that I forgot I ordered. I think that escape, escapism, escape from reality. Do you think that's what it is? Do you think? Well, sometimes Dara, I neck a bottle of wine just to do this, just to dull, just to get out for a bit, just to dull. Do you think? Dare I? Uh, dare I? Haphazardly offer an opinion Ooh. that Ooh. It in there. everyone who drinks is doing it to escape, not just to get, dum, dum, dum. not just to get mortal. Not just to get more. Not just because, like, oh, I love being more. Don't get me wrong, I, I reckon there's some people who's got their head screwed on who love having a drink just, like, because they're, like, having a drink just because they're, like, getting that buzz. But I think as you get older, you get into a deeper place, and I think... Shit happens, doesn't it? Shit, more shit happens, and I think people drink to forget. Aye. They drink on a weekend because they want to forget how shit the job is Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do when this is our job? Well, we'll drink all the time because, like, we'll just stay buzzed. Just oh, constantly. Well, I'll be just happy be, with this being a job. Just Piece be of piss. Pissed forever. Lightly buzzed forever. I'm worried my liver would pop up, though. Ah, there, we'll just move on to heroin. Ah, the heroin. Oh, the, the black old... tar. The old dragon chasing. I'm, in, I'm not into that. I'm not doing it. What's that other one? The new one? That's, like, ten times worse. There's one that's turning people into zombies. The what? What's the one that killed Prince? That's prescription drugs. That yeah. There's a, it. It's like ten times worse than heroin. There's people. I watched a documentary on it, and 
there's people gone mental for this drug because it's an absolute mint buzz apparently (laughs) (laughs) they're like injecting it and then like passing out but it's like the heroin addicts are moving on to this Jesus Christ it's the same thing that killed Michael Jackson isn't it and can I I remember what the name of it is can I balls begin with P Percocet Mm, no, it might not be perfect. You know, when we're talking about this, like when uh, we're questioning things, people are on there on their earphones going, oh, this, this, this is what it is. This man, you dicks. When I hear the word Percocet, you know, that song by, uh, I think he's called Future. Uh, don't know. Percocet. Molly Percocet. Talks about Percocet and Molly's. I believe Molly is a, a slang term for MDMA. Uh, oh, God. Did you Google what it, killed Prince? Yeah, I, I googled what killed Prince, and look what I came up with. It was like drug overdose. <laughs> That's it. Two like, words: drug overdose. Have you watched uh, Big Mouth? Have you watched all of Big Mouth on Netflix yet? By the way, Big No. You know that cartoon that we were watching last week. When oh we yeah, played, yeah, yeah. Before we played FIFA. Fentanyl. Fentanyl. That's fentanyl. it. Pro fentanyl. Holy shit. Pro-fentanyl. Yeah, it's fucking sweeping the nation. Sweeping the nation. Big time. The hip new craze that all you cool cats are into. It's pro-fentanyl. Get ready for some pro-fentanyl dreams. All them fucking madheads are dying and that. On pro-fentanyl, on that that Michael Jackson Prince vibe. Really bad, like, overdose rate. Jesus. There's a Drugs Matter Britain or something. It's a um, documentary on BBC Three on the iPlayer. Worth a watch. It's funny. <laughs> Make, <laughs> makes me feel better about me life. <laughs> that was a dark take on it. All these people overdosing. Fucking hilarious. Well, I'm not doing too bad. <laughs> I watch things like that to make it feel better. I feel better already. Sitting there drinking a can. <laughs> this is Mark. Pissed He's... out of my mind. He's dead. He took Profentanol. A lot of it. Well, at least I'm not dead. Yet. Alright, so I'm on that blood orange... That, sorry, the bloodline. Blood orange ale, and it's fucking delicious. Let's, it's, um, been, it's been a while since any listeners uh, chucked in what they've been drinking. What, what, what are you uh, drinking? What are you lot drinking out there? Get involved. Get involved. We've got, a couple of, uh, we've got a couple of regulars who like to, who like to recommend them, their meals. I mean, the last one was the 9% of that, that got recommended, which was yet to try. However, we have found one. The The one that was recommended was Mr. President, which is a 9% from Brewdog. We found one called... Now, I don't know how to rightly pronounce this, because it was doesn't it? look like cocoa. Is cocoa... Or is it cacao? Cacao. Nah, I'd say cocoa. And I can't remember what it was called. It was from called... the north. Cacao something. What was it? Cacao Psycho or Coco Psycho or something like that? It was a brew dog that was a 10%er. And we were in brew dog. We, uh, t- tell them where we went, Liam. Tell them where we went on a Wednesday on a school night and I got pissed on a school night and that's on you. That's, um, that's your fault. So we went to a little art show. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Lungs. Well, Lungs was Lungs is the magazine. Yeah, but that's all I remember. The launch. Um, it's an art like a northeast uh, art 
like sort of contemporary art magazine and yeah they had a launch night which involved like a few of the artists and it was all local artists wasn't it yeah if there was like a bit of a like sort of semi gallery opening type thing but then it fucking absolutely trapped you with some uh, pottery <laughs> with some live pottery can I just how, say how do you my my experience of this was walking the bottles of Stella were two quid a bottle which I thought was tremendous tremendous that's steep it's usually free at art shows I know but it's Stella you didn't like the last art show where I had free booze it was warm Heineken oh yeah you know what I mean so this was a step up this yeah. was cold Stella two quid a bottle and you know I love them craft deals but by god I didn't half get a taste for Stella I didn't half get that a taste boy. for the wife beater I didn't half get a taste for it so I'd sank a few of them bottles I hadn't eaten that day which was a bad move on my part uh, I'd started to uh, feel myself going and I was like, oh, here we go. Oh, Everybody strap in. This is about off. to become the franchise show. <laughs> <laughs> in a room full of egotistical <laughs> artists, you want to fucking take over. It's it like a giant cockfight with egos. And I was just seen them, and they were just like little chicks with the tiny little artist egos. And I was like, yeah, I'm the best fucking podcaster <laughs> in the world. You don't know what you've done. <laughs> so it started off. And we did like we did the full fucking exhibition thing, and by this point, by the time I got to the back room, that was me. I was in that zone, like I was in that place. I'd sank a few. I was in that place. There was a telly on the floor, was <laughs> propped up by yoga mats with this <laughs> menacing fucking display of like what I can only I can describe as like a kaleidoscopic trip. That's what was on this telly, and I was already a few stellas deep. So I'm standing looking down at this telly, thinking one. Why? Where's it plugged in? Because it's on. Two, it's on yoga bats. What does that mean? Three, does that not be on the wall? What, what does it all mean? What does it all mean? And then, uh, then there was the incident where the girl <laughs> came. The, one of the incidents where the girl came towards us and kicked one of the dryer balls. There was just like a load. You know when you get GML dryer balls and they're supposed to like shorten your drying time. I've got a couple. <laughs> let me tumble dry downstairs. I'm a big fan of the dryer ball. I I support the dryer ball. If you're putting like three pairs of socks, two pairs of underwear, and a t-shirt that you wear for the gym in the tumble dryer, I mean, didn't use dryer balls. It sounds like the fucking house is coming down. But for everything else, for larger loads. (laughs) Hi, I'm the franchise. Welcome to JML. (laughs) (laughs) For larger loads, them dryer balls is class. But for some reason, part of the exhibition, there was just dryer balls all over the floor. And then this last walk along and booted one. And I was like, "Well, no, you booted one before we." Got I, in. I was, I was essentially playing keep you up with one at one point. I was, this last water along kicked it, and I was like, See, "Oh, it's part of the exhibition. Can you no kick the dryer balls everywhere? <laughs> You've displaced the dryer balls. They were set out in a specific order. So this last kicked the dryer ball. And I thought, well, that's me way in, isn't it? Just have a bit crap. Where about this dryer ball? Give another fucking game. Turns out she was one of the artists. Luckily." Luckily, she was... hadn't mocked her painting in front of her. No, not in front of her. Not yet. Not at, at this that point. point. It did get to the point where I was like, so you're telling me that picture in there with a the little Chinese lad on it <laughs> the is yours. Fella, right? the, I think I was drunk, so I called him a chinky fella. I apologise. <laughs> I thought he was a cheeky. <laughs> not chinky. I apologise. It's a racial term. I know that. 
<laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I thought you heard. I thought you were there. I thought, I thought you, you were laughing at cheeky. I thought you said the little cheeky fella on the wall. No, the little chinky fella on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> mate, you can say goodbye to any of the <laughs> subscribers we've got to the Like, done. I don't mean it as a racial term. Like, up here... People say, what do you want? Do you want a chinkies? As in, do you want a Chinese? It's not meant, like, in a in a derogatory way. And I don't mean it in a derogatory way, I promise you. If I, if anybody's offended by it, I'm sorry. I don't mean it in a racial way. Up here, it's, like, since I was a kid, it's always been. Right. Just called, oh, do you yeah. want a chinkies? So, because I was drunk, I didn't have the wherewithal <laughs> to say, the little Chinese man. I was like, the little chinky fella on the wall. And she was like, it's a woman. <laughs> 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 All right, then. <laughs> Alright, chill out, sir. <laughs> chill out, Starry. No, but it was it was odd. Before that, we had a good twenty to thirty minute conversation about a woman who'd been to Syria oh, on Jesus. holiday. <laughs> that was fucking deep, no, wasn't it? Like I abandoned you there. Like oh, I was, do- I was looking at the table. There was one of them exhibitions. What looked like something I used, like for me. Nine-year-old franchise, nine-year-old white chocolate, who at that point was probably more Y2K Black Mamba than he was franchise. Nine-year-old Y2K Black Mamba would have fucking had GI Joes on that shit. It had been set out like a... It was like a table. Aye. And there was like bits cut out of it. And like a random pile of sand. And then a vice with a bit of wood in it. And then a, a tiny boulder with some stairs leading up to it. What does it all mean? And then some spaces. What you use when oh, you like tile in the bathroom? I was like, it's this nice. would have been this would have been a sandbox for my GI Joes. And I do specifically remember you not allowing me to get involved in that table. Well, no, because you were going to climb under and climb into the exhibition and start playing with us. What? You you're a toucher. I you're I am toucher. I want to feel this. Sculpture that someone's put all of the. I'm not gonna lie, I wanted to do it for the gram. I thought I would have. <laughs> made, that would have made a good Instagram. I story. thought I would have made a good Instagram story because there was a big cutout in the middle of this wooden thing. And I thought if I climb under this table and then I just emerge from this hole in the middle of the exhibit and then sink back down, it would have made an amazing gram. But you wouldn't, Les. Oh, no, because it was every time you wanted to do that, there was people coming in. <laughs> Climbing under tables and that. <laughs> Maybe they would have thought I was. Just You'd part have knocked of the it off. You'd have I knocked it off after three bottles of Stella. I'd have knocked it in there. I'd have knocked it all over the floor with the dryer balls. I'd have got all the sand mixed up with the dryer balls. So, but yeah. I glanced over and I saw you talking to these two, these two lasses, and I know one of them we've seen because you used to host an art show yourself. You were a, a host of an art show in Sunderland and that was called Solo. It was a monthly exhibit, uh, like a monthly exhibition. Of again, local artists, you'd put a full exhibition on for them. You were the pilot. I remember going to your exhibition and I said to you then I wanted to buy one of your pieces and you I'm still fucking waiting. <laughs> and you've probably yeah, put it in the bin yeah, now. Yeah, they're all bin. And I wanted that. Bin I art. wanted that for the top of my stairs, but you binned it. But anyway, I recognised one of the girls from your exhibition and you were talking to her and I mate and then she disappeared and I was like, Oh, I'll go over and see what these are talking about. And there's this like fifty year old woman. I think she said she was fifty. Yeah, she or did she say she was 50. forty? She did. She did. I'm not. I'm not shitting on her. Like no way. Unless she's penis. <laughs> <laughs> not like she looked like a nice normal woman. And then as I was looking at her, thinking, "Oh, she's a nice normal woman." I tuned into the conversation. Turns out she'd just oh. been like holidaying in Syria. I was like, "No, nah. oh, this is gonna get dark really quick." Oh, and it did. It was pitch black in, a, in an instant. In an instant. 
knee moon, knee out. Nah. Nah. Black. I was just done. What do you say? What do you say to someone who's like just been on hold at this area? It's like, oh. Have you been to doctors lately? Was it was it nice? How like <coughs> did you do anything fun? Huh? How was Damascus? <laughs> <laughs> like, it just, just fucking... <laughs> did you bring back any souvenirs? I don't know. Like, a bullet wound? What? I don't know. She didn't say she'd went with any uh, like sort of charity or anything like that, and it was just a bit weird. And she, I was saying, did you have any problems getting there? And she was like, no, no, it was fine. Like, what? You kind of just, just get on a fucking easy jet to Syria. Sky scanner, that fucker. Just trying, <laughs> like, look, cheapest flight to Damascus. It's not going to work. No. Like, how do you do it and why? <clears throat> and I think one thing that hit us, like, that she was saying, is, like, we were there for a couple of days and everything was fine. Everything was, like, running smoothly. There wasn't any sort of thing. And she wanted, she said she wanted to have, like, a buzz of like she wanted to see what the war was about she wanted what was it she wanted to see some some action I guess and then it started there was like fucking guns and shit getting shot all over and I don't know mortars going off or whatever and she regretted it straight away and she was like oh that was a really childish thing of me to say that I wanted to I want to experience experience being here and then as soon as it started it was like oh shit what the fuck have I said this is ridiculous instant regret so yeah um, other than a strange conversation we were for quite a while That's uh, that. then, then it went into the <clears throat> the port happened because like you said to me or like it was like you took me leash off you were like I've brought you here took me leash off I'd had a few stellas and you were like get on just mingle just see what the people are about in my head, that was like, franchise, I need you to have this room. Because I need you. I need you to be the focal point of this exhibition. <laughs> that's, that's what I heard in my head. So this lad come over. Lovely lad, by the way. Uh, how would I describe him? Very tall. Mm-hmm. and Very well spoken. Very well spoken. Extremely polite. And also managed to be very much like all of the in-betweeners rolled into one. He was... He was clever, witty. <clears throat> like he, he had it. Like he it had a, it. It was a very he good clean wit. He could. Um, he could be a presenter, a TV presenter. I feel like I, he had a. I on on Dave. He's not getting a job on Sky One. Oh, he's not, like, he hasn't got something different about he him. He didn't have anything different about him. He was a very family friendly presenter on a low viewership channel. <laughs> Do unlike, you know what I mean? Unlike yourself. Unlike the best podcaster in the world. That's all I'm saying. Like, at one point I thought, oh, this is a fucking joust you want, is it? It's a joust you want, is it? You want to show us how good you are? You went up and saw a daughter and went, is this a joust you want? <laughs> uh, Excuse me, sir. I couldn't help but notice you're swinging your dick around in this place. I don't know if you've heard, but this is my exhibition now. <laughs> so I'm talking to this lad. And we were having a bit crap about one of the like the exhibits, and then I got bored of him, and I was like, <laughs> "I'm gonna." After <laughs> two minutes, <laughs> I was like, right, "I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna melt out of the conversation and start paying attention to an exhibit." And then, like you came along, and I was like, "Class, there's me out." I'd already abandoned you with a serious uh, woman. I was like, "I'm not listening to this." Here. Then you abandoned me with a guy. I abandoned you with a guy, and then we got trapped in a scene where this little guy came along, and he was like, "Right, everybody, can you just all gather round?" Um, 
we want to, there's there's going to be 20 minutes of live poetry. And at that point, I looked at it and I was like, you fucking <laughs> arsehole. <laughs> oh, you absolute I wasn't arsehole. expecting that. But then it turns out, this Git Friendly guy, the low viewership, family-friendly presenter, was there reading these poems. He was only a fucking poet, wasn't he? He was a poet. He was like, he's in the magazine. So him and two other people, one of them was like a little fella who I thought... I, I could have done without your poems, to be honest. They weren't, they weren't changing the game for us on out. It was a Geordie accent that did it for me. Uh, and then there was the girl who essentially just wrote poems about dreams. But these dreams, they weren't real fucking dreams. You've nah, made just... them up. It's like if somebody said to you, I need you to write a poem about the weirdest dream you've never had. That's the sort of shit you would write. Like, there's yeah. no way that was a real dream. It was Alice in Wonderland type. Exactly. It was, it was fucking Alice in Wonderland stuff. type fucking shit. It's just words that rhymed. Aye. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. It was just like, oh, what would a really wacky person dream about? Ah, oh, no, eggs. So she wrote a poem about eggs. And I was like, no. And by the end of it, she was like, and when the egg cracked, a swirling universe emerged from it. I was like, no, it didn't. You didn't dream no, that, you No, you didn't. You dreamt that you were in school and you fucking had a ruler in your ear. And then your teacher was your mum. <laughs> and then your mum was your dad. And, and then, then the school suddenly changed into a fish off. And you had <laughs> party and chips. But you didn't have a fork. That's the things you dream about, looking for a fork. Not universes and then you remember it. eggs. You didn't wake up and write a poem. No, but give her a due. She that. stood up and fucking had a blast, I guess. But it was a weird sort of poetry reading because then there was questions and answers and I think that's the awkward part people from the crowd were getting mucked in they were reading a poem they were reading a poem and then in from the cure (laughs) there was a woman sitting there who looked like Robert Smith from the cure (laughs) right that's all I was seeing on the map she was having a wheel of a time she was getting mucked in. She was asking questions. This was her crowd. It was her jam. That was her bants. That was her bants. I was really happy she was there. I like it when I see people who are so immersed in something they don't care and they're just like, I want to talk to you about your poem in front of yeah. a room full of people. And I was like, Class. go for it, Robert Smith from The Cure. The room's yours. The floor's yours. I'd, I'd, I'd dig it. I'd dig the balls that anyone like that's got. Aye. <laughs> oh, oh. There's undertones of a joke here that we're not seeing. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Um, so then... To change the topic. <laughs> no, let's carry on with the topic. The uh, the bit that got us was all these people were chipping in and then it was like, right, I'm going to do another poem now. And one of them did a poem. And, and the end of the poem was like, I, I tilted my head back and drank the rain. And then Peter would just say, what did the rain taste like? <laughs> and then I looked at you and I was trembling. I was trembling. I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like, <laughs> all the way through that, I'm sitting there. I'm doing anything I can to just not laugh. I, I've, I was counting. I was fucking alphabeting. I was looking at my phone. I was checking Facebook. I was looking around at the crowd just so I wouldn't laugh. Because if I looked at you, that was it. In this room full of people <laughs> who are like don't know at all, had an exhibition. This fellas like talking about these poems, like he's worked his whole life on, and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go and fucking laugh to hear. I'm gonna <laughs> piss myself, piss myself on this chair. 
and I was sitting there thinking, oh my god, please don't laugh, please don't laugh. I was, uh, it's so hard not to, especially when you're on the other side of the room. I'm glad you were facing the other way. I kept looking at you because I was like, everyone was chipping in. I was like, oh, so that's the kind of party this is, is it? All right, all right, all right. No. Just, just no, just don't do it. Just don't hit them or anything. I kept looking. I was like, the second he looks at us, I'm going to take that as an acknowledgement that he's just went, I can, and then you can do it. And I was like, go on, look at us. I've got some material here. I've got a bit. I've got a I've bit. I've got a bit. I've got a bit in five minutes in this room. It'll be mine. Just look at us. But uh, no, like, the really tall lad, the low viewership family friendly presenter, he read his first poem. And straight away, that's the thing that got us. Because the second he opened his mouth, I was just staring at you. Because I was like, you know. You know. Do you know when you hear poetry and they're like, spaceship, (laughs) chair, (laughs) computer, can. Like, and I'm like, oh, God. What the fuck? That's the last thing anyone wants to hear. I don't understand any of that shit. Oh, it wasn't a good poem his first one like it was that though it, it is like, it's yeah, a typical poem it was like like snowball rolling playful but deep inside my soul with the cheese wire that's just like it's a piss take of poetry that's what it is if you I, need to take a piss out of poetry you do that and that was the first poem and I was like oh my god that, that, that's him he's gone that's I was like <laughs> I thought he'd gone <laughs> Oh, oh god, if this is it, if this is the standard of poetry, <laughs> slam your bottle of Stella's walkouts. Not for me! <laughs> but then, credit where credit is due. The only poetry that I listen to is on the end of the Russell Brand show, where Mr. Yeah. G summarises the whole show with a poem. That's the only poetry I listen to. And to be fair, he's a he's fucking a genius. He's an absolute genius. Like if an anyone hasn't genius. heard that, just give it a listen. Mr. G. Big up, shout out to Mr. G. Like, they call him the Port Laureate of the show. And he manages to sit for two hours while they're doing the show. And then he does a poem about that show that he's wrote while it's happening. Like, while and it's it happening. all works. It, it works, works so well. But then, like, when I'm hearing these shit poems and I'm like, oh, God, this is horrific. This is people who think this is what poetry is. But then, but then, in a plot twist, that lad, his second poem, like... Mm. He just went off, didn't he? He went off. He was like Eminem. I, he was. He was like a, a, a poet Eminem with no music at all. Mental for about five minutes of just like non-stop fucking crazy words. And like I, but some of it was funny and some of it was dark. And I was like, was... why did you open with that shit when you've got this in your locker? This is poetry. This I was like, you should have this floor to yourself. Like then there was just me and him in the room. And he was just speaking to me, and I was like, "Ah, oh, I regret slinging dick with you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you are talented. <laughs> I would feel myself retiring from the podcast game with you saying, I was like, ah, I cannot compete. It was fucking incredible. Incredible. So if that lad ever stumbles upon this podcast, which he won't, because I was dying to tell people I was a podcaster, but I didn't. <laughs> If, if he ever stumbles upon this, like, in it, I did bump into him at the lift when uh, he was leaving, and like, because I was so many stellas deep, I was just like, You are poems. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> you are the words. You are the words. The very words. Snowballs. <laughs> it was fucking incredible. 
first, like, obviously I'm impressed with Mr. G, but that's the first street poet I've ever been impressed with. Ever. Probably the first I've ever heard. Some spoken word places are quite good, I guess. But, like, the other two with their poems... Like, I could have done that. They didn't grip you, did they? I could have like... done that. I'm not a poet, right? But I could have done that. And I would have thought, my thought pattern would have been, what does a poet sound like? But oh, then. That's what it sounds like. A random word, followed by a pause. Followed by half a sentence, followed by a pause, followed by a word. Like, that's what I would have done. I think. And I probably would have been like, boiled eggs in my dreams. But wait, it's a universe bursting from within. My clavicle. Wet. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> My gusset. Dripping. <laughs> Maybe I am going to get at this point. Yeah, well, <laughs> get yourself a notepad, mate. I'm going to finally use one of these many moleskins I've accrued. Hey, just to write poems. Poems about spiders. <laughs> Sp- spiders <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> but wait, they're in my hair. It's not my hair. It's an egg. <laughs> Dax wax in the universe. It was fucking mental. It was mental. But that was a that was a fun Wednesday. That was a fun Wednesday. Not so much a fun Thursday. Can I add? Oh, we hanging. I was a little rough. I, it wasn't so much. You know when you get hungover, tired, not hungover, uh, poorly. I was hungover, tired. That was the problem. Well. I wasn't hungover whatsoever because I took the car and drank non-alcoholic <laughs> beers all night and uh, woke up fresh as a daisy with a good full four hours sleep. Yes. Boom. Yes. Get in yes. there, living so. the dream. You are living the dream, sir. Liam, I think it will be. Uh, I think we we'll need to touch on something here. I know oh. this is the hour of escapism that these people, these beautiful bastards, listen to of a week to escape from the fucking crazy. Shit, that is the fucking speck of dust we float about on. But the most horrific, devastating, deadly gun attack in American history, outside of a war, obviously, uh, went down in Las Vegas. Now, we sit here, every time one of these things happens... Like, which seems to be a fucking weekly occurrence is, now. It's like, I, it's, If not weekly, it's definitely bi-weekly or at least monthly. That well, one of these there's loads we don't mention, like we just skip over it just because it's just so fucking shit. <clears throat> I mean, this is in a week where the whole fucking Catalonia referendum thing was happening as well, and we didn't touch it. We're not going to touch on that, that's not our place. It's, it's fucking sickening, and the footage that we're seeing coming out of it's fucking horrific, but we're not going to touch on that. However, we will touch on Vegas. Um, <clears throat> when these things happen, and we do little bits like this, and we just say. Like thoughts and prayers go out anybody affected. It's it's easy. I kind of find the words to see it, but I'll do the best I can. It's easy to sit and see it because we don't have anything to do with it. We can sit back and we can be disgusted by it. But for me personally, this one was so fucking hard because I had somebody very close to me in Vegas and she was there when this happened. And like, it could have been her. Like, and that's what—that's what's made the difference here. Like, that's the thing that made the difference for me. That's why this one's hit more hard than all the rest of them because there's been a direct link there. And when it happened, and I was sitting at work on the morning, 
and like the news was popping off and I just had the live feed scrolling on, on my laptop while I was trying to work on the desktop and I'm seeing all these updates coming through I was like holy fuck like my friend's there like that's happening now she's fucking minutes away from this like she could have caught a stray bullet that's how fucking close she was and that terrified the fucking shit out of us it's just another like I keep saying whenever someone mentions anything like this and I'm saying this is one thing our country and the government and the police and anyone involved got right in this country the gun laws are yeah. so fucking harsh like yeah that's the way it needs to be and that's the way it's it's it works for us it's, yeah. it's not that easy to go and get fucking what however many 48 guns or whatever the fuck he had in his house well, bloody room. It's insane amounts of shit that just. It, how do you get that? How do you do it? Like, why? Why are the banned Kinder eggs for the child safety, and then fucking <laughs> let you buy a AK forty seven in Aye. the fucking the ASDA equivalent? What what's going on? Fucking crazy. And like, since it's happened, all the like the stories are coming out now about how he was a. He was a million. He was a property millionaire. He was a, g- a professional gambler. But then the the question that's been asked that I never asked of myself, which is weird because I normally like the like I've said many times in this podcast, why? Ask the question. Why? What does that mean? Doesn't question everything. How the fuck did that man manage to get so many firearms? Because he literally had a fucking. It was like wall wall to wall guns and ammo in that hotel room. How the fuck did he get all of them in there? That well, can't have been. A spur of the moment, I'm a fucking oh, lunatic. No, I'm going to kill people. That was planned. This has been planned. He's been he's been renting that room for a period of time and bringing guns and ammo with him, on a like uh, frequently, and hiding it's different guns and ammo in this room. Like how? Just I don't know. I don't know how guns work. You might take them apart and bring them in bit by bit, put them in a suitcase. They could, but it's just the fact that we don't know. Is the is a good thing, I guess, because Aye. we haven't been brought up in that. But that's not to say there isn't an element of gun crime in this country. But it's oh god, yeah, far far less than America. Jesus Christ, it's far less than America. Right to bear arms is your fucking absolute downfall, America. <clears throat> if we have got any listeners from the states, and we have, I see the numbers. I know there's people from America listening. I know there's people from Canada listening. I don't know why I brought Canada into it. This seem to be alright. If people from America are listening. I'm all for you having rights. Go for it. Do what you want to do. But if you're the kind of person who will come on social media or voice your opinion and say, like, it is my right to bear arms, but I pray for the the victims and I pray for the families of the victims of the 50-odd people who've died. Like, stop praying for people and start not having the right to bear arms not listening like, to a fucking piece of paper that was written God knows how many years ago. Like, uh, and like you can't change the law, you can't change the law. Of course you can change the fucking law. It's called an amendment. And you've got quite a fucking few of them. Just fucking behave yourselves. But then it goes back to that whole why? Why did he do it? Mm. Obviously he was a lone wolf. He wasn't part of any sort of ideology or anything like that. And it's it goes down to a deep, sad, sick, 
place he was in or is in or I'm not saying I feel sorry for him but obviously something fucking went wrong somewhere something went horrifically wrong but yeah sad that we know more about him than any of the victims as well aye very Never. sad very sad people thrive on bad news and yeah I haven't <laughs> seen anything about any of the victims I don't know any. I no. don't know what any of them look like I couldn't tell you what he looks like I couldn't tell you the name. I would tell you his name. So, fuck you, Sky News and BBC News. Gan suck a bag of dicks. Big old bag of dicks. Fuckers. Feeding us what we want. (laughs) (laughs) Feeding us what we thrive on. Keeping us in fucking perpetual terror. But, that... uh, I mean... Well, everyone's got the right to bear arms. Like, giant hairy bear arms. Giant hairy bear arms. And do you know the bit that gets me is that these fucking gun nuts are just like yeah well because of the right to bear arms if more of us were carrying we could have shot back at that motherfucker and you're like ah oh, you could have shot back at him right if every single person in that place had a gun and he shot a few shots off and you all turn around and shot back at him you have killed so many random people in that hotel that have been bullets no peppering every fucking window would have gone out people would have been shooting at shit that didn't know what they were shooting at the death toll would have been a lot higher than 58. Um, Mr. Internet himself. I di- Dan I Bilzerian. Dan Bilzerian. Uh, I've seen a little video. If you don't know who Dan Bilzerian is, just have a little Google of him. He's everyone, like, everyone knows who Dan Bilzerian is. He's, he's the king of the internet. He is the internet. He's Mr. Instagram. He is. He's, he is the embodiment of guns, pussy and steroids. And he was, and at, beards. That, he was at that gig... And he made some. <laughs> he made a little video, and it was ridiculous. He was running away. Obviously, there was someone fucking just showering bloody bullets all over the place, and he was running away, making a, <laughs> making an Instagram video. And that, like, this is the world we live in. How bizarre is it that he is under fire, wearing a cowboy hat, and he's running, and he think the first thing he thinks is, "I'm going to Instagram story this." Jesus. What sort of world he, are we living in? He here? was like, I was. I was stood next to this girl, um, and a shot, a high caliber shot, just blew her fucking head off. Aye. Brains all over. It was like, oh my god. And then he's like, I'm gonna go back and get a gun. Yeah. Well, I, it was a bit like sort of what the fuck. I did get it because obviously he's some sort of trained like. Well, it, I listened to him on uh, Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. and he was now. Is our, it the Navy Seals? Our, our brother, our podcast brother. He's doing he's doing all right for himself. Give him, uh, give give him a him follow. A he's, he's getting there. He's getting there. Like, I heard him on Joe Rogan, and he was talking about how he went to either be in the Marines or the Navy Seals. And to go in, I can't remember, somebody, obviously the people listening, some of them will know. It's either Marines or Navy Seals. And to get in, you have to go through, like, uh, a rigorous physical test. Right, like a physical test that like wades out 99% of the people if you don't pass it you don't get in and it's called hell week and you've got to go through hell week to get into Apple. it might be the navy sales right? he goes in does hell week passes it then can't be in the marines because he had bad legs so then he rehabbed his legs and did hell week again just to prove he could do it like what the fuck this man People say like, oh, all he is is just steroids and guns and women, and he's just got, he is like hedonism personified. 
Like, no, he really isn't. He's done Hellwig twice. <laughs> he might be a fucking immortal, for all we know. I guess he's some sort of caring human on the inside because he desperately wanted to <laughs> just spite your fucking bloodline. He actually tried to grab a gun off a fucking copper and go back and kill a guy who was killing everybody. <laughs> How did we get there? How did we go over a bit? <laughs> Shit over him now. Well, I suppose he's a caring human on the inside. Well, it was just like the, the way he did that. I'm like, actually, the video was like, oh my god. No, because I thought that. He was just like, <laughs> he was running away. People were getting shot, and he was this big time, like, sort of guy. And then. Well, I suppose he's the real daylight. <laughs> And then he just thought, oh, fuck this shit. I'm going to find a gun and I'm going to kill this this one guy who's just killing everybody. Dan Bilzerian lives in an action film, doesn't he? He does. He's insane. Oh, I apologise if I've just fucking <laughs> covered <laughs> everything. Uh, covered you with beer there. That one caught us right off guard. <laughs> I thought, now's a safe time to have a drink. Well, he's caring on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> There's beer on that wall. How <laughs> <laughs> the fuck did I get that wall from there? Oh, Jesus Christ. So that's what we'll say about Vegas. Oh, God. That's, well, that's what we'll say about Vegas. This room's going to smell like beer for a long time. How did we turn that into that? Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know, Liam. What else has been happening? <laughs> Have you got anything else you want to talk about? Because <laughs> uh, I tell you what was fucking hilarious. Did you see the, the fucking... Back, we'll bring it back to the UK for a bit. Did you see the Conservative fucking conference? Oh, my dear. The Tory conference. Uh-huh. You showed me the video. Holy fuck. That was some funny shit. Like, L- Lee Nelson, whatever his real name is, I never, ever, ever approved of that Lee Nelson character he did. I, Lee Nelson's not his real name, is it? Uh, Lee no, Nelson was the, the, like, the was Chav character the, that he did. Yeah, it or, was. if you're in London, Chav. Like, he always had that character. I never approved of that. I thought it was... I thought... <laughs> the last person to do that well was Ali G. And he was also the first person to do it. Anything after that, I think you just... Ah, it's easy pickings. It's eye. easy pickings to take the piss out of Charles. Like, you're doing street-level comedy on, like... On an international... Like, well... A, a national scale. scale. And I never approved of that. Some of the stuff he said was quite funny. I'll give him that. But these stunts that he pulls, this isn't the first one, and I've been racking my brains to think, because there was something else he did, and I thought, you are a fucking genius, and I can't remember what it was, but he did another one. He's done a couple, like, uh, where he's, he's got into situations where you think, holy shit, people should never be able to get into that. Nah, nah. But he ended up, he got so close to the Prime Minister, the Prime Minister of the country, he got so close to that, he could hand her a P45... <laughs> Sheepishly, <laughs> sheepishly shaken, handed her a P45. Now, one fucking hilarious. And he stayed in character all the, the way through. The whole time. The whole time. Hilarious. One hilarious. Fucking tip of the cap to you, sir, because that is fucking hilarious. Two, where the fuck was her security? Like, that's the Prime Minister. If he had been anybody else. That shows one. Not hard to sneak into one of these things. Everyone got vetted on the way in, and like, yeah, he's just he's sailed through, didn't he? If that was someone, press pass or something. If that was someone, 
who wasn't there to shakenly, for the sake of Hand comedy, give her a P45, if that was someone with a shiv that was undetectable on a metal detector, for example, let's go old school, a magnum ice lolly stick sharpened on a curb <laughs> <laughs> into a shiv, he could have just killed the Prime Minister. He could have. And I don't like her at all. Like, get rid of the cunt for me. I disagree with oh, everything about her. There's a bit of a thing in the in the old camp, isn't there? Right. There's a bit of a cuffuffle. But I think she's got a vote of confidence by them. Apparently. How? 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 I'll tell you who hasn't got a vote of confidence. A fucking security. Some of the, uh, one of the guys, one of the people in the cabinet was like, right, vote of no confidence type situation. was just like, we're coming out. We'll want our, we'll, we'll want rid of her. Everyone said she's shit. This is what it's <laughs> like. Everyone said she's shit. Um, that's it. And he's went on like Sky News or something and said that. And then everyone's went. Oh, I never said you were shit. <laughs> like everyone, these teams just went. Oh, it wasn't me. Like no, nah, no, nah, nah, must, nah. must have been Jim down the road. Nah. Johnny Two Arms. That's who said it. So. I they've all fucked him off and he's now he's out of a job. He's fucking out of a job. Done. Done. And she's alright. Because no one wants to slap well, boss. She's alright for now. I think Corbin's time's coming, like. Go on, Corbin. Gin on Jez. Gin on Jez, you crazy old bastard, you gin on son. But I like that could have been the end of the Prime Minister that and if that wasn't bad enough, the world's worst coffin fit, which was <laughs> hilarious in its own right. And then the fucking set starts to drop bits around her. <laughs> I mean if we were if we were on YouTube, right, if we took this podcast onto YouTube, so you could either get it through your e-holes on your podcast app or through the website www.thehappyaccident.co.uk. If you got it wherever you're getting it from, it's coming in your e-holes. If we were on YouTube as well, so you could see it, there is zero budget for this show, and I can guarantee you, not once would the fucking set fall to pieces. <laughs> Not once. You can guarantee that, can you? I guarantee it. Like, I stack all of my stuff in a way that each one supports another. Jeez. It's like a game of Tetris. It, it was hilarious when she got that coffin fit, because everyone's had it. You get Aye. some weird thing happening to your throat where you just can't <coughs> speak, or... like It's like you swallow spit wrong, isn't it? Aye, like... You put spit in your lungs. Something like that. Aye, I know what you mean. It's bizarre, but it, it just happened to her at the shittest time possible. Could have been anywhere in the world at any time, but it didn't. It was when she was giving a speech, <laughs> and she'd just been mugged off by some comedian. <laughs> fucking Lee Nelson's just fucking give her a P45. Oh. That was fucking comedy personified, and I think that'll, uh, that'll, that'll live on longer than her real yeah, Prime Minister. Yeah, definitely. It really will. Fucking unbelievable. But, uh, Liam, have you got anything else you want to touch on this week? Uh, not a lot. Not a lot happening. Just the usual. Just the usual. Like just sinking in and out of depression. Right. Trying, right. trying to keep afloat. Mm. Drinking myself into a forgetful state. Mm-hmm. And uh, walking the dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how things, that's, how, that's how things are. Ah, oh, the good life. The ah, the good life. <laughs> this is what this is what 30s promised, wasn't it? Yeah, this is uh, this is what it was when a young nine-year-old Y2K black mambo when somebody said to him, "What do you think it's going to be like when you grow up? When you're 30, what do you think you'll be?" And I'd have probably been like, uh, like a, a big house, a nice car, married, 
2.4 children. Essentially just picturing what my mum and dad had then. Just like, that's what yeah. I'll do when I'm 30. Here I am, 33, spitting beer up the walls. <laughs> Not a kid in sight that I take acknowledgement of. <laughs> <laughs> Not a DNA test in sight that I'm not running from. I'm only joking, I'm not running from a single DNA test. Yes. Yet. Yet. Just wait I'm famous. Wait I'm famous and the power goes to my head. People will be pregnant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, man. I'm joking. I'm not that kind of lad. Well, I'm just fat and podgy and ginger. I'm not going to do no. <laughs> Question. Question. Hit Question. Hit us. Will you ever take me to another exhibition? Because I really enjoyed myself. What's next on the list? Di- we didn't talk about the exhibition that we went to before. That no, was a we little didn't. bit ropey. We didn't. That exhibition. Because it was on a Friday. I, we did the podcast before that exhibition. So the next one is a bit in between the, the two. Right. There's one really cool one, street art type. Well, really cool if you're into that sort of thing. But <laughs> it's where you wear your trackies and your Nike Air Max and you put a Parker on or something. Right. I don't know, like an odd mix. Your Ben Sherman shirt. Yeah, bright orange Ben Sherman shirt. What what got me about that first exhibition was that I went there expecting art and what I got was essentially enough evidence to put somebody in prison for quite a long time because they just paraded around the fact that these were the people. Although you couldn't see them because in the videos and the pictures they had the faces covered. But it was their exhibition. They were in the room. Like, the police could have just arrested everybody there and by process of elimination caught them. (laughs) Like, they had evidence all over the room that they were the ones who'd been vandalising that's all it was. Like yeah. when you said to me, like, oh, there's, gonna gonna be a lot, I, there's gonna be a lot of graffiti art there. What I pictured in my head was, you know, like when you see New York and they've nice got graffiti and it's a graffiti mural and it's actually art and you're like, Holy fuck, that is talent. That's what I expected. When we got there and it was just a load of lads and trackies spray painting a name on the side of a metro, I was like Hang on a minute. Ah, Hang on. on. I don't fit in here. This is crime is what this is. No, I wasn't expecting it to be like that either, but... Hey, you get what you're given in this art game, given. didn't you? Are you what, what's the next exhibition you're going to take us to? Next one is a bit of a mix between the two. There's a lot of illustrators, prints, and... Damn. We'll see. We've never been. Let's fucking have a bash. Or we might just end up at some weird artist talk. At a... Will there be live poetry? I hope not. You For hope your not. sake. You want to hope I'm not fucking drunk. Because <laughs> surviving that two times in a row is not going to happen. Not there will be an outburst. There will be old franchise. Stealing rooms. Stealing the room. Stealing rooms. Getting a stage. Get a light. Get a light on me. Where's the mic? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even one two, need one a mic. I will project, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met a room I couldn't fill. Right? I'm game like. All I'm doing here secretly is I'm chopping up all these art exhibitions and then one time I'm going to be like, oh, Liam, we're going to fucking San Diego Comic Con or something. And then you're going to have to come because you've yeah, I've done that many art exhibitions with you. Nah, class, we'll do it. I feel like we'll... have to do Comic-Con. Like a proper Comic-Con, not the one at Newcastle where it's just like, 
And the special star guest, this guy was an extra in Red Dwarf Season 2 from 1998. And you're like, oh my god! What do you do now? I'll sign on. I'll sign on. I live in a flat. Asleep on the floor. Yeah, I'm up for any of that. I'm up for it. Seeing as though you've took, you've, <laughs> you've gone so far out your comfort zone there. Uh, I really have. I really have. And I mean, I know we joke about it that I didn't get out and I don't get in nature and that. But, like, I work long hours and I just, like, I get fucking tired. And then I forget that I'm supposed to have a life outside of work sometimes. And again, I think that speaks to a lot of people listening now who might be in the same position where you work these fucking hours and the only time you get is after work, which is a brief window for me, like, because, what, you're going to bed at 11? So you've got from well, 5 till 11? It's dark from bloody 7 o'clock these days. Aye, in the winter like... months, it's fucking dark, it's cold, it's miserable. In that time, you've got to fit in prepping, eating, and cleaning up after your meal. You've got to fit in the gym. Like, if you're like me and you, you have to fit in the gym. I have to gym. If I don't gym, whatever I've got going on here... That doesn't happen anymore. I will get fat very quick. This image people have got of me of being podgy, I will fucking live <laughs> up to your standards. But, like, I need a gym, otherwise my body will fall apart and I'll just get fat. And, like, I don't want to do that in my 30s. Like, that's for me 50s. That's the kind of happiness that I'm saving exclusively for me 50s. <laughs> when I've achieved all I wanted to achieve, that's when I'm going to let myself be fat and happy. And then, like, you think shit closes. Like, shit is open during working hours and then a couple of hours after. And then that couple of hours after, that's when you're supposed to be prepping your tea. Or, ah, you could go out for meals and that, but that's going to get boring and expensive really fucking quick. You know what I mean? And it's just nice. It's like... Now that you're like, oh, come to this art show with us. It's like, yes. Like, it's... I'm getting... I'm not going to say... I don't want people to think I'm, like, fucking a hermit. I'm a hermit. Like, <laughs> he's, he's hermit, he's hermit. <laughs> like, it's it's given us that, oh, I'm going out again. Like, if we go out and, like, we'll end up in the fucking town having beers, or we're going out to a fucking art exhibition. Like, one of these days, when you're like, oh, are you coming? I'm going for a walk in some fucking forest somewhere. I'm going to be like, yes. <laughs> and I'm not, not. going to wear socks. <laughs> I'm going to walk barefoot in the grass and catch birdworm <laughs> in between me doors. So, you, uh, and you give us a platform to keep these, keep these skills sharp, yes. keep these ridiculous skills sharp by good. honing in on people who are there just to talk about art, and just keeping me blade sharp by talking shit to them. <laughs> just confusing the tiny minds. Conf- blowing the little tiny minds. Still, still got it, 33. You can't tell me at any point during that exhibition you didn't think ah this is probably better if they just start talking here <laughs> <laughs> ah fucking give him the floor give him, a, like, give him the floor we'll see I what happens I am done I am done with you I tell you who would have loved it Robert Smith from The Cure oh I he would have fucking questioned the fuck out of your life he slash she Devilly womanly Let's not forget She She would have loved it She would have been like Fantastic Tell me Tell me Tell me What are your inspirations and People like you Robert Smith from The Cure 
People like you. Hear that laughter? That's what I live for, bitch. Or bastard. Or bitch. Let him do a wrap this shit up here. Uh, do you uh, want to wrap it up? I feel like I always do the intro. Well, because you always do. I don't even know what the outro is. Gang for it. If I feel like you're fucking feeling, I'll jump in. Right on. Um, what do you say again? Boys and girls. Boys and girls. I mean, that's my thing. You can do your own thing if you want. Ladies and gentlemen. That works. Children oh. of all ages. Oh, we're getting into D-Generation X territory here. Oh, is that... Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Oh. Classic WWF wrestling. Right, well, let's not do that. Why not? All you... Oh, let's get ready to suck it. People. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, I've seen a bit. Okay. Boys and girls, everyone turn this off. <laughs> this has been episode 60. Six, zero. Liam, that's 60, 60 episodes in the bag. 60 hours. 60 hours of utter bullshit. Nonsense. This has been episode 60 of the Happy Accident Podcast. I've been all franchise. That there's been Liam. Yeah, it certainly was. It certainly was. If you've enjoyed what's happened here today, would, uh, essentially we'll do it for you. I'll do it for me. Liam does it for you. If I'll do it for now. Do it for the beers. Do it for the beers. Do, do it for, for the beers. free beers in the fridge. <laughs> essentially, if that microphone weren't on, this still would have happened. That's essentially yeah, well, what's happened that's there. What it is. You know what I mean? We're just sharing this with the world. If you've enjoyed what's happened here today, tell a friend. Just tell a friend. Just or tell like, one. Tell us. Tell us you've enjoyed it. Do you know what I mean? If if you think I sound like a fat ginger person, I'm open to that. Oh, I'm open to that because I'm not fat yet. Not and yet. we've already established that the ginger in my beard is not really ginger. It's orangutan brown. We've established that. It's that orangutan was, brown. It was like three podcasts ago. Have but a listen. Have a listen to the back catalogue. We've got an impressive back catalogue. I mean, we're going to make a best bits one day. Aye. When when we've got more time, we'll hire best bits together. Maybe we'll do a best bits for like either one hundred or one hundred and one. I think a hundred. We should definitely do. We should right. do the hundredth episode. Let's do it. We'll start working on it now because we'll it's going to be together. a fucking long ass. Aye. It's going to be a good one. Like, 100 is going to be a good one. We've still got 30. Oh, God, there's me maths letting us down. We've still got 30 before we get to 90. <laughs> <laughs> Boys and girls, man, let's pull this back in. If you've enjoyed what's happened here today, tell a friend or tell us. Or if you'd be so kind, join the 19 people who've already left five-star reviews. When I say 19, I mean 17, because one was him and one was me. But you need to do these things in this game. If we start getting them reviews in and we start getting them listens, then iTunes cottons on and we get on the featured page and we start getting sponsors and we earn some money from this. And the goal, the dream, the dream, you already know we're the best podcasters in the world. You already know this. The dream is that we can just be the best podcasters in the world. We don't have to be... The best podcasters in the world, but will work also for other companies. So, Joe Rogan, the bazillionaire um, podcaster who has 1.2 billion downloads a day or something, yeah. he's still got other jobs, I, <laughs> unfortunately. Look what his other jobs are. His other jobs are things that he loves. He's got a he loves it. He loves doing stand-up comedy, so he still does stand-up comedy. He loves mixed martial arts. So he commentates mixed martial arts. Like, that's like me and you saying, we've made it. We pull in 1.7 billion downloads a day, right? Joe Rogan's like, you guys are killing it. Like, you're really killing it. 
then you could go on and you've got all that free time. Because we're podcasting an hour a week. Obviously, I think we might have to do more than one podcast a week. But then you go on and you're like, right, there's a show on Sky Arts. Sky Arts are doing the British Pottery Bake Off or something. Yes. And then you become like a judge or a fucking commentator, like a colour commentator on this pottery show. But people are like, well, he's earning millions off his fucking podcast. Why is he working? Because you're doing something you love. Me, me, I'll be doing that gaming shit. I'll be on IGN. I'll start my own IGN. I'll mm. fucking... I'm already doing I'm going to start that solo gaming podcast. That's coming soon. Franchise buys games. Hashtag franchise buys games. That's coming soon. Right. And then, where, if we don't work for these other people, imagine what you could achieve in that time when you're supposed to be at work. <laughs> imagine what you could do. <laughs> the possibilities are endless. I know. Believers, I think about it every day. And do you know the people who make that happen? These beautiful bastards, cock and a lug here. Cock and a lug. Cock and a lug. <laughs> you cheeky bastards. Or bitches, whatever. If you've enjoyed what's happening here today for some bizarre reason, the stuff I've just said, tell a friend, leave a review. Tell a friend. Tell, tell your a therapist. Friend. Tell your therapist. Tell your therapist to listen. Tell your therapist. If you have enjoyed you what's what. happening, I've, I feel you've got something mentally wrong with you. I tell you what you is. You need help. If call Samaritans on <laughs> if you do need help why don't you drop us an email at hello at thehappyaccident.co.uk you'll remain entirely anonymous and we'll do what we can to help you and we may never read it I'll read them all don't worry do he it? may never read it I, I've got the email on my phone I've got the email goes straight to us well fucking knock yourself out chuck an anonymous email across if you want, if you want any help with anything, or you just want to drop us a line, and it doesn't fit in the Twitter characters, oh, some help. Do you want? To, do you need help from two men in the thirties who've struggled with anxiety, depression, who've struggled with things that we won't talk about in this podcast because they're deeply personal, deeply hurtful. We've lived through some shit. If you want help, we might be able to help. If well, we can't, I'll email you back and I'll just say, "Look, fucking hell." See, like a doctor or something, like because you need help that we can't give you. But if it's general advice, I feel we're in a good place to give it, Liam. Do you? Not. I Aye. think I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Mr. I'm the best podcaster <laughs> on the planet. Hey, I'm in no position to be giving advice to anyone on anything. You think that? You think that? But you are. Don't question it. Just accept it. <laughs> <laughs> End of. You are. But other than that, boys and girls, if you see that little Korean fella, give him a fucking click, will you?